0: Hello and welcome to the Over Under Achievers. I'm your host, Lance Corey. Join me as always. He just wants to go home and watch his horses race. It's Jason Waterfalls,
1: you know The devastation on his face when they told him that the parade wasn't until Thursday. I mean, I know everybody's been talking about it, but it was amazing. It was so amazing. Honestly, here's a
0: hot take. It's kind of annoying. Like oh, I- God, I'm so glad you did this because I wanted to talk to you about are we approaching like a Stephen A. Smith, like Nicola Jokic is too aloof. He doesn't have the burden to carry the NBA like a Kevin Durant, like a LeBron James. Ergo, he can be great. Is he too aloof? Do you practice that in front of a mirror? First time. How did you feel about it? I feel like I was I great. Seventy percent there. Eighty five. It's just it's just pacing. You know, it's just it's just all about pacing right now. It's it's about pacing and it's about random emphasis on random syllables. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. The man just wants to see his horses. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like it's 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 close, like we're, we're in range with it. Um, but I, th- I think that's a great take. I, I, I identify with him because he was like, hold on. We won this Tuesday. No, we won this Monday night. We won the finals Monday night and we got to wait till Thursday for a parade. I don't I don't understand that. I don't think that's smart. So what if the parade was scheduled
1: for in case they went to a game six? Sure. Because sure. I think that was going to be Wednesday night. Is that correct? Or was that going to end up being Thursday night? Because then that doesn't make any sense.
0: But see, but then if it's because it's back to Miami for that one. So you would have won in Miami. And then I, I just I feel like I'm i not a city planner. You know, I, I'm, I'm not saying I am. I'm not saying I'm a civic engineer or anything like that. But I do think you should have like a here's the tentative plans for each day. Game 5 or Game 4, Game 5, Game 6, Game 7 if we win the championship. And it should be within 36 hours. I feel like that's very reasonable. Is it not? The idea, first of all, thank you for bringing this up because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get so
1: interested about logistics of champagne, about um, hats, Mm T-shirts, parades, uh, who goes to Disney World after the Super Bowl, how they get there and back. If they go there before the parade, after the parade, like all of these logistical things. I am so, so interested in understanding. So you're saying 36 hours, right? Like you're like it should just be on call. But then what if it never happens? What if the heat come back? Now you have everything just sitting on call 36 hours away from
0: go, go, go. That's, now that's Miami what we're dealing to, with here.
1: Miami has to also be on call the entire
0: time. Exactly. I Look, uh, first, you know what I'm hearing, man? I'm hearing jobs. Okay. I know the jobs <laughs> report was good. It can be better. And this is a way to make American it better. American flag okay? music right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right I just I, I've never heard and maybe this happens all the time and I'm just I'm just affixed to it because I saw how sad it made him that he had to hang around in Denver do you think it's about hanging around in Denver or just he really is just passionate about his horses it, it
1: listen the the wife was there girlfriend I don't know the relationship happy yeah. for them the kid the kid was awesome the kid was like as I don't want to say aloof but as as stoic as he is the kid was just going with everything Okay, do you know
0: how hard it is for me to resist right now? Want to do an impromptu snake draft of disaffected aloof kids for their fathers after winning the uh, championship in their sport? Because Drew Brees' son is a number one draft pick for me, always, <laughs> always a number one draft pick. But he
1: had headphones on. That's my other. That was going to be my other point, right? That kid yeah. had headphones on. This little girl, she's dealing with all of the sounds and all of the rigmarole of everything going on. No yeah. headphones on backwards hat she had an awesome jokic jacket like some kind of a custom toddler jacket that was nice she was the real star we're we talk about the the little curry girl all the time or you know people used to yeah Um, riley i I don't talk about little curry
0: girl uh maybe that's your thing i don't know maybe
1: (laughs) when she was on the press conference stop it i'm not allowed to do it i have a joke that i'm not allowed to do anymore okay for toddlers
0: i think that's also more jobs more jobs okay hey, all the kids of all the players should have those that's shark tank not shark taint right there that's a great idea that's just that's just straight up that's just straight up good stuff right there um well man jason what's good how we doing doing well man getting into it won a big
1: big bet last night ten dollars on the first mm. nhl score in the nhl game okay plus 1500 so came Whoa. home, yeah, uh huh. Came home with another 150. I just tailed my buddy, and then there was a, a DraftKings, not a sponsor, boost on it to add some to add some juice, and it hit. I was Look so excited, this guy. How would
0: you celebrate? Did you fist pump? Did you like scream? Did you stand no, up like, like hey,
1: back to even. This is awesome.
0: Now, see, you know what I think? I think the the losses don't count. It's only the wins. It's only <laughs> the wins. Okay,
1: this, is, this makes me so nervous for you. And no. like we've talked about a joint gambling budget. I mean, mm-hmm, of course we gam
0: mm-hmm. we would bet,
1: place the bets separately because that's what's legal in the States. That's right. But yes, like I'm just so nervous that you're only gonna count the wins and then yeah. we're, I'll be like, How much did we spend this year? You'd be like, two hundred thousand, and I'll be like, How much do we make? We won a lot of bets. We won fifty grand. Okay, God. okay,
0: another another terrible idea. You remember how do you ever like watch the We Work story or like listen to the documentary about how their business like imploded? Yes. And it was basically like one guy was like, we can't lose if we just grow. Always, if we're always growing, we're never losing. So instead of we work, it could just be we won, and it could just be <laughs> we always we only count the wins with the bank, and we have a conversation with the bank. Sure, and we're like, hey, we do understand that there's debits and like that is a function of a bank account, but we're only going to look at the wins, and we want you to only count the wins in our bank account, not necessarily the losses. Money coming in, like we can be good. Elderly.
1: Money going out, not our problem. That's obvious. Uh, that's your problem. That's, that's okay. business. Yeah. Yeah. We, let's find a bank that is like, do you want to be in, in partnership with us? Yeah. The losses are your problem. That's why we're banking here.
0: Exactly. That's part of the why I take no interest rate on my bank account. You offer me 0.001. Okay, and like that's your thing, and that's this is our thing. We're we're gonna lose some, but we're mostly gonna win. So we won TMTM. We own that now. So we'll just we'll kick that around later. You know, really flesh that out a little bit. Um. Okay. Well, let's. Uh. I, I, you know, I thought I wanted to sit. There's a lot of stuff happening, and and we don't always have time to get to everything. So I thought maybe we could start some of these episodes with like a start, sit, cut. You know, not like Smooch, Mary, Kill, or anything like that, but just like. Something you're starting, something you're sitting, some, something you're cutting from like not just sports, but life, the world, pop culture, anything like that. Do you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm going to start the football season because we're almost there, baby. We are almost there. We got mini camps going on. We've got you jinxing the Bills. And now there's, yep. there's conflict going on in the Bills yeah. just because of you and your stupid attitude for the Bengals against the Bills for no reason listen, after being on can the I Bills. jump in there? No, you cannot jump in here. No. You're on the Bills Josh for years. Al- <laughs> you did this.
0: I I think I just, I, I could like karmically suss it out a little bit. And just like maybe we're a little annoyed at Joker being so likable. I'm a little annoyed at Josh Allen being too good of a leader, you know, and being like, I'm the reason Stefan Diggs is feeling like I'm out content. It's my fault. I should do better. And it's like, hey, I see what you're doing. And it's just a little annoying right now for me.
1: Great. I'm glad you added that. All of that was just avoidance that this is your fault.
0: I, I just, I, I call him like I sees him, man. Okay? You and Joe Burrow are single-handedly murdering my bills and Josh Allen. You know what I liked about Joe Burrow? They're like, who's the best quarterback in the league? And they'll ask that to like, you know, Blaine Gabbert and Blaine Gabbert has to say me because like evidently as a professional athlete, that's what you have to think. But he was like, no, it's Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Duh, he's, <laughs> he's relatable. He's a man of the people. He's just a rational person. And I appreciate that. All right. What about you? What about you for a start? I really struggle with this, but I think I'm starting the Zion Williamson melodrama. Uh, of his life, and we don't we don't have to get into the nitty gritty of it. Just because I feel like the internet's done such a good job already of summarizing it and encapsulating it. But I, I think I'm going to start it because before I had this context, I was just like Zion Williamson just sucks and doesn't want to work hard. Now I understand that he was managing a lot of sex <laughs> and a lot of sex with a lot of different people. And that's tough. That's a, that's a, that's a tough job to handle. And I, we're just getting a glimpse of some of the personalities he was handling. We're getting a glimpse of all the text messages he had to send to juggle. Uh, I don't know if the, if the, uh, sex professionals, um, it felt like some sex amateurs, um, he's having to divert payments of like allegedly $107,000 a month to certain people, which I don't know how you arrive at $107,000 a month, you know? Like what's the right. math that gets to that? Is what I don't feel there's, like there's like there's a, a commission in there or something. Chart. Yeah, it just it feels like a very specific amount for a very specific reason. I don't understand. So I just want to. Uh, I don't even know if I want to encourage people to look it up if you don't know about it because it gets a little spicy. But uh, I understand a little better now. Zion Williamson,
1: it's it's a bold start by you. I'll say that because yeah, my sit is going to be Jay Monahan of the PGA, and let me okay. let me let me wrap these two together because yeah. both situations are very chaotic. And every time you think you have a grasp on what's going on, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to sit Jay Monahan because apparently he sat himself with a medical condition that he's no longer going to be working in the day-to-day of the PGA Tour one week after absolute chaos ensued. So, yeah, between the Zion situation, I mean, that's kind of like the fun chaos and then the Mm -hmm. Jay Monahan situation with the PGA Tour and Liv and Piff and all that. These are a couple of guys that um, I think they need a vacation from themselves. Like no okay. no, no, cell phones. Okay. no Cell phones. Love but yours is, yours is more fun than mine, it appears. I'm hoping that Jay was not um, assisted in it. I'm not. Allegedly. 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 I'm not, allegedly. I'm not, I'm not alleging it, it. Yeah. I'm not alleging it. I'm saying I hope that he was not assisted to have a medical situation. Do you know what I gotcha. mean? Yes. Wink.
0: Yes, and that's not legally binding, so we cannot be held responsible for if he was or the implications of that. Can I pitch you on what if we Freaky Friday, Jay Monahan and Zion Williamson? We say, Zion, "Zion, you're (laughs) you're very good at handling very different complicated personalities. We would like you to deal with the Saudi Nationals and all the golfers. There's a lot of pissed off people in Jay Monahan's orbit. Conversely... Let's send Jay Monahan to New Orleans and just be like, hey, here's, here's Zion's phone. Okay. <laughs> here's Zion's phone. Patch this up. There's no more money and we just need everyone to work together. Please. Oh,
1: my God, Are they in the same situation? I think,
0: they, <laughs> I think they are. I think they are. I would really like to see Zion. Just like, you know, really crushing it with Rory and uh, one of the Saudis. And just be like, can we, can we come together?
1: Do, oh my do, I, do I feel like
0: we're finding an agreement here? And Greg Norman. Incredible. So good. Um, I'm going to sit, I'm going to sit my gambling, um, and my aspirations of a Vegas trip in the future. And, and I'm doing this preemptively because, you know, as we have alluded to a little bit, um, it's been of a topsy turvy, uh, uh, journey for, for your boy here because I ended the NFL season with, I think 51 cents in my account, you know, (laughs) and I have, um, slowly, through no, I've bootstrapped myself with no infusion of funds. And now I sit, uh, over, uh, well, I won't say how much, but, uh, a couple hundred in the bank, right. From 51
1: cents. And you honest to goodness did not infuse any capital. There was,
0: I think I had a future I'd forgotten about. Correct. It hit. So it got me like 20 bucks. So I started, so no infusion, but it was an unforeseen future. Um, this is the type of
1: thing that just drives Andre and I crazy. like, we don't know about any of your little bets that you place. Yep. You yep. you won't, you it's like you avoid doing them in DraftKings where we can see where they are. I don't even are you are you back to your Birmingham days of crypto bets or what, what's going no, on here? You know
0: what? Full disclosure, all of my all of my actions have been in, in the DraftKings account because in the other accounts I had less than fifty-one cents and I didn't have a future uh bet that just randomly bailed me out. So it's been it's all there. You know, it's it's in the if you want to like read. My gambling indictment, like the Donald Trump uh, indictment, it's all there if you want to parse through it. I don't know that you want to do that. Um, But I just want to like, I'm in a good place, right? I'm in a better place than I was. And I want to like, I was was uh, texting y'all about who should we bet on the College World Series. I've watched maybe four games this year. I've got no (laughs) business doing that. So I just want to tell myself, hey, chill out a little bit. I was... You know, wanting to plan a Vegas trip to to put down some money, and then uh, you know I went to St. Louis. We got to talk about it on the podcast. We were at a casino, and that like really broke my idea of what a casino. Oh, how cool a casino would be! Because that was sad. It was very sad. What what happened? Like, what was so just sad? The clientele. You know, it was like, um, yeah,
1: I don't know if a St. Louis. Okay, just for the record, let let's just be very clear on the okay. record. On the record. Wait, I might be saying this wrong. Off the record, be very serious that you're right. Let's let's control the gambling. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's off the record. Yeah. Now, I think I'm doing this way backwards. It's, okay. it's still on the record. You want that on the record. <laughs> you do want that on the record. You're gonna say off the record because you're gonna take a pot shot at St. Louis. That's what I'm sensing. You want say off the record.
1: Off the record. Comparing St. Louis and a casino there to a Las Vegas trip, okay, is is no comparison at all. That's not actually shade to st louis because does vegas have an arch no they don't okay no, they don't yeah so does vegas have a professional baseball team Ooh, pot shot at oakland A's, not yet okay so the point is does vegas have a tyler children's concert concert probably not that
0: i know of not that no. i know of my the, Not
1: okay so it's just not the same but
0: i don't it's it's not however um like it did feel like people getting to the casino were like mall walkers who suddenly had a destination. Yeah. So it was a lot of like people need an oxygen, you know, it was just a lot of smoke. I've never been around that that much smoking, but it did seem like the function of the destination, whether it's in St. Louis or Vegas feels the same. And it's you pressing a button on a machine, hoping to God for some reason that it's going to let you win, but it will never, you know, first of all, you can win. Okay. Okay.
1: And there's a game called Cashman and okay, it's penny slot. Sure. 100%. <laughs> I definitely agree with you. 100% on this. Here's how you win. You okay. do it in Vegas at the Cashman penny slots, okay? <laughs> and then you sit there and then you, you, you get there in the morning and then you push the button once and it's like a 25 cent, you know, you do do that max play. It's like a 25 yeah. cent play. And then you wait for your free drink to come, all right? Okay. Then okay. tip the, then you tip the waitress like a dollar and then you order right. another so now one you're right down, away you're back down seventy five cents dollar right? twenty dollar twenty five so okay. just to be clear right <laughs> not how math works um, so now okay now you've ordered a drink and as soon as it comes you tip a dollar or two it's it's okay. your choice and then two. you order another double right away okay okay and then you push the button one or two more times let's just say a total of four and then you okay. spent four dollars you just got two drinks. And played the game four times, but because there's free drinks in Vegas, if you're gambling, you mm. only spent five dollars and you got two drinks, and you
0: had a chance of winning four times. Are you, in or are you I, okay? Out? You're not wrong. This is great for alcoholism. It, it's the perfect <laughs> scheme for an alcoholic. But <laughs> you what can I'm hearing, Sprite as well. <laughs> the only way you win is if. Rusty or George or Danny Ocean are leaving the airport, and they've just like scammed the machine, and you're the one who plays it next. Otherwise, I don't think I, you're you're winning against that machine. You know but you're, it's crazy. Okay, but you don't understand. You're gonna go pay ten dollars for a drink when you could get them for free, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nothing you'd rather just do that than play penny slots.
0: I would. You know the the thing. Honestly, honestly, the thing that broke me the most was there's an uh, Auntie Anne's pretzel uh a kiosk right outside the casino where we stayed and i don't know why but that just made me so sad it just made me so sad i don't i don't have you ever had ben's pretzels by the way like that's the name like your friend ben or like just that's the name of the store ben's pretzels and <laughs> ben moon's pretzels i always thought it was auntie annie's all
1: right it's auntie annie's you're right um ben's pretzels wow. are incredible They're honestly better than I, I think Anne's. i also
0: thought it was auntie annie's but i didn't i definitely did not say that you i know? saw
1: that on your face so that's why i was like double checking just to be sure but Ben's Pretzels are incredible. They have it in the Indianapolis airport now. But Ben's Pretzels are the best pretzels I've ever had in my entire life. Who's Better Ben? Than Anne's.
0: Why just, does he have pretzels? And why are they good? Why are they? Who's delicious? Menards? Who's Lowe's? You know, like it's just yeah, a name. That's a great question. I don't honestly. I saw Menards on the way to St. Louis. And I was like, is that a department store? A liquor store? A restaurant? Furniture? No clue. Honestly, it's, no clue.
1: <laughs> it's a competitor
0: out of Wisconsin to Lowe's and Home Depot. Wow. Okay. I hate the name. I suddenly I hate the name now. I hate the choice and the branding. Not good. Not good. So
1: I want you to come to where I live, just outside okay. of Indianapolis, and then we're going to go farther away from downtown, okay. and we're going to go to a casino, and that casino also has live horse racing. Okay. Wow. You're you're like really. Let's go
0: degenerate. Full degenerate on this.
1: And then you're going to understand that what you saw at that St. Louis casino is the exact same thing you're going to see at this indianapolis indianapolis area
0: casino okay okay i just you know i just didn't there wasn't a lot of hope is, is what i saw that, I like, this, I mean, this feels so that's just sad casinos. that's just casinos that's
1: not that's not st louis this is no shots at st louis that's just casinos. no
0: i love you like, know what this honestly, is turning into
1: and i'm getting a little bit nervous mm. i feel like you're about to take shots to the midwest that's what I, not, I feel like you're avoiding
0: how dare you Listen, it was honestly the, I, I, and I, I think I said this in the episode or maybe last night, um, the efficiency with which they got us into the venue and out. I, I feel like I'm making a big deal about a stupid thing, but I cannot, I cannot emphasize enough. How impressive it was. Like everyone was talking about it in the line. They were all like, this line is going so fast. They are so organized. It was great. I'm just saying, casinos writ large, and honestly, all this is off the record. So the Midwest is not allowed to take this personally because you literally said off the record. So they can't use this against us in the court of law, you know?
1: Yeah, on um, the record, just, you're doing the right thing. Don't go to Vegas. Don't gamble on things that you don't have a good feeling on, yeah. et cetera. I think yeah. I think I nailed that on the record, off the record thing. I think you did. I think you really, really did that well. Um, what are you cutting this week? Okay. I'm going to cut the NBA. I've wow. been... And here's why. I'm going to cut it. Okay? Maybe we re-sign it. Maybe we sign it to the practice squad. Yeah. I need a break from the NBA because I have enjoyed this postseason so freaking much. The draft is only eight days away. NBA has is starting to turn into 365 like the NFL. Mm -hmm. I got to tell you, except for a story here or there, obviously, we talked about some of the Josh Allen stuff last week and then this week. But besides that, you know, Aaron Rodgers has got a little bit of publicity, but not enough to be annoying that we have to deal with. There has been incredible NBA storylines, stuff, etc. I'm just going to take a little break from it. I'll come back to the draft, and then I'm going to take another little break from it. So I'm going to cut the NBA because it was so good. I don't want anything to ruin it. I don't want it to be obnoxious. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to cut it for now. And it's just going to be out of my life. I'm going to resign it to the practice squad for the draft. And then I'm going to cut it again and get ready for the NFL season.
0: I love it. If you love something, let it fly away like a butterfly. And if it comes back, then you're supposed to be friends with that butterfly. And I think that's a really healthy uh, philosophy on life for you. So I'm I'm happy for you in that regard. Uh, I'm going to cut. I, I think I I'm already tired and fatigued from the hand wringing, and the, um, I don't know, self-immolation of like people who are going to go see The Flash and they're going to like it, but they're also going to have to feel like they have to not like it because Ezra Miller seems to be a problematic individual. And I would just like to opt out. I, like, I, just, I just don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want to have to be forced to make a, like a moral choice if I see that movie. Um, but I know I'm, pu- I'm being pushed in the direction of like moralizing immorality morality with with popcorn in the movies. I'm going to see the movie. I'm definitely seeing the movie. I mean it's like it, it's basically can DC not be terrible? This is kind of the hope going forward and I can also acknowledge that Ezra Miller seems to be like dealing with a lot of stuff. But I don't I don't want to have to do that caveat every time. Like can we I don't just think can, you can we all to. agree that Ezra Miller has issues? And then like we can, we can move on? Like, Do I have to say that every single time that I bring up Ezra Miller? It's like, who are you actually
1: supporting by seeing the movie? Are you seeing DC that is enabling them to have issues and be in films? My point is all of it, uh, out of all of this, I am so interested in Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck being in the same movie as Batman.
0: I am so interested in that. Who do you think gets more lines? I feel like that's a very Keaton. like telltale sign. Yeah. Okay, are you interested in Keaton's hair as Batman in this movie? Because I don't know um, what, who's, whose hair is that, you know? Let, let's just, It's not his. I think we did hair
1: recently. We're not doing hair again, okay? Like, everybody's why hair can't is, we do hair?
0: Their why are, body you, their why are you hair shaming me?
1: They're body know, their cho-
0: I'm, I'm not. Okay, Hairism. listen. Listen, we got to get. I'm not saying this about you. As a culture, we have to get out of this thing where if we talk about something, Like we're we're either allowed or not allowed to talk about someone's hair. I'm not shaming Michael Keaton. I'm just saying Michael Keaton shows up every day of my life with one head of hair. And then suddenly he shows up in a movie with a different head of hair. And no one explains why he does a different head of hair. That's not me saying bald people are the worst. That's not me saying bald people are the greatest. I just want to know what the hair do. Why are we doing the hair like that? What's that mean? That's a creative, curious mind at work. And we have to honor those people. Okay. Can you admit
1: that? Okay, first of all, that's that was a. We need more patriotic music under that. Thank you. When people gain weight for a role or lose a bunch of weight for a role, it's all good. But when the hair changes for a role or the hair goes back for a different role, then it's not okay, right? Like, so I admit that I'm with you on that. Can we admit that it's shaming adjacent? Because like, what that what that hair do? You know, first of all, what that hair do? It just works on so many levels. Second, so
0: kudos to you. Thank you. What that,
1: but what that hair hairdo? We don't ask like what that eye color do?
0: No, we don't. That's fair. It's I don't think it matters. But you're but technically you're correct in what you're saying. We don't ask that. You so know? I I think I might be obsessed with Michael Keaton. It's just fetal oh, Beetlejuice 2 You all were talking about a couple weeks ago. You know, like Seth Rogen shows up in Platonic and he gets uh, his hair bleached, and his character didn't need that. You could just tell Seth Rogen wanted to bleach his hair for this role, and that's okay. No problem with that. But I feel like. It is a conversation point, and, it, and we should be like, why, why, like well, explain why you wanted to do this to your hair. And I'm not making a judgment, right or wrong about it. I'm just curious about why Michael Keaton suddenly showed up with Tom Brady hair, circa 2012, when he had like the real flow, but no receivers. You know, I just want someone to ask that. And why can't he answer that question? Do you also think that Michael Keaton's going to have more lines than Ben Affleck in this movie? I feel like Ben Affleck was um, uh, agreed to do this at gunpoint, and he is uh, wants to get out of it as fast as he can. He does not want to be involved in this movie. I think he did it at seven millimeter pen point. Okay, <laughs> sign that check. You like that one? Sure, that was really good because like, he said millimeter, and I was like, "That's a gun," but then I was like, "Oh no, that's the janky pen or like the janky like, pen." <laughs> I, I think it's a great call. I think it's a great call. Are you so a
1: five mm like, guy?
0: Listen, I am—I'm a dry racer guy. That's—I'm a chisel tip, and that's where it starts and ends for me. So I don't care. Y'all can have your little wars about like five millimeter versus seven millimeter. I don't care. I'm on a whiteboard over here. You know. What, what do you write on your hand with? You write on your hand all the time. I do write on my hand. Uh, Sharpie, mostly Sharpie. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah.
1: I wonder why like I, I have animal. health problems. Doctor said lead poisoning. Doctor said ink poisoning. Don't know where
0: it came from. Like, is your hand black because of gangrene or because of Sharpie use? <laughs> Nobody knows. Who's going to know? Who's going to figure that out? Um, okay, let's. Uh, that, so that starts to cut. Um, let's go over reactions and underreactions. I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about the Nuggets, so we don't have to belabor the point, but they did win the NBA Finals, and we all made a lot of money off that. We're not bragging, just telling you the facts of the situation. Um, maybe in, instead of breaking down the game and the series, I wanted to talk about Jimmy Butler because in the group chat, we kicked around, like, you know, what are some, some of the takes? that we're going to have off of these finals. Like what's going to be the hottest take the morning after the finals conclude. And I don't know that we landed on like a really great one, but some of the conversation did revolve around like, did we anoint Jimmy Butler too quick? Did we say he's too elite too fast? So I wanted to ask you like in terms of Jimmy Butler, like where does he sit for you uh, at the conclusion of this series?
1: Every, every year I, I, I seem to be more and more impressed with him. I Mm -hmm. I think that the Timberwolves in the act that he was doing there, acting, I didn't say anything bad, right? right? The act that he was doing there was something. Didn't love it. I think that when he was in Philadelphia, I think it would have been great if he stayed in Philadelphia instead of Harden for a variety of reasons. But him having his own team, him, him going down to Miami, it just freaking fits. He is like the best player for Spolstra. The hottest take that we probably should have said when we were texting is that obviously it's going to come out that how hurt jimmy butler probably is and it just didn't look great down the stretch but my opinion on him didn't change hardly at all just because he wasn't able to get them over the hump of beating the nuggets i don't think if peak jimmy butler was playing which it didn't appear that it that it was mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think the heat win
0: yeah and that's kind of my struggle because i I think uh, when you talk about Jimmy Butler, if you want to break it down into like the numbers or like where he is in the hierarchy, um, you have to add the caveat of like when it matters and when it's – there's a clutch opportunity, he ranks higher. Um, On balance though, he ranks lower. So it's almost like it's hard to really – because I don't think – if he's your guy in the finals, he's your number one guy in the finals, you're not going to win, okay? Okay. But if he, it, I think he can get you to the finals. And the difference between those two players is pretty significant because, you know, I was scanning a couple lists of like top ranked NBA players and it was interesting because some massively overrated him, some massively underrated him. Would you say, in general, just off the top of your head, would you consider him a top 10 NBA player? Nope. Top 20, I believe. Top 20 feels because it, it feels like, you know, like I looked at uh, uh, a list from The Ringer, and you got Joker, Curry, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, Luka, Kawhi, LeBron. they got Jimmy right there, number nine, so top ten. But that's in front of Devin Booker. That's in front of Anthony Davis. That's in front of LeBron James. I mean, that's I can tough, see man. the case, though. I think you know? he's
1: right there with Devin Booker to me. First of all, LeBron's higher, in my opinion. Second of all, Jimmy and Devin are—, are are right there. Just saying Devin's it, It's weird. kind of you ever the same that conversation. Some athletes, you know some some athletes, you say the full name. like You yeah, can you say LeBron.
0: Say, you never yeah. say James. You say Kawhi. You say Luka. You say Tatum. Yep. You say Indeed. Embiid. You say Kevin Durant. You say I guess whole you could name.
1: say Booker. You just never nobody says that, though.
0: Nobody says that. But yeah. it's almost like a, Devin Booker is a more aesthetically pleasing Jimmy Butler um, because th- neither have won it. I really trust both of them. And honestly, neither. I mean, Devin Booker's a better three point shooter, but that's not their game. It's a mid range artistry. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I don't know. I, I I don't know where we're gonna leave Jimmy, and I don't know historically like where he's gonna factor in, um, especially given he's run the, has run these last three playoffs. But it's like it's at the same time less significant than we think. But I think historically it'll be more significant than we give him credit for. And I think you nailed it because he's someone that can get you your
1: team mm-hmm. to the finals as the number one player, mm-hmm. but then he needs to, it's not like it, it's, it, this is like praise. He doesn't turn into Rob Robin in the finals. A lot of Batman talk today. Shout out DC, not a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't turn into Robin in the finals. It's just that, how do you have him accept that he's a Robin the entire time because he is capable of getting your team to the finals?
0: Yeah yeah it's like he's a he's a batman in the sheets um but a robin in the final streets you know and it's <laughs> just head. like i don't know how the heat get around that you know what i mean i love that yep um okay let's go uh are you overreacting or underreacting to the news that pat Sajak has announced his retirement to will fortune
1: i'm overreacting because a lot of people maybe some people on this call don't mm-hmm. give him the credit that he deserves he deserves no credit so i don't know how to answer that
0: you know <laughs> okay so you
1: clearly you're underreacting got it he is a good host he, what's he, he do d-
0: what's the function of the host on will fortune just explain that i'm just wanting to what know.
1: pat does really well that's i mean like he's what's doing he do his well?
0: job what's he do well he, he, he is a three and d guy and you're okay. wanting
1: to him to be the best superstar in the league he's not. no i'm
0: just asking if you're doing a scouting report on will fortune and like what he brings to the table is it just he can make conversation with people because i feel like there's a lot of people out there in the world who can do that does he remove the letters and show us what they are? Nope, that's not that's not him, that's Vanna. Does he do the wheel? Does he spin it? Nope, that's the contestants. He does he spin it effectively- sometimes. Hold on. You're showing careful here. Okay. Okay. You're you're right. The the maybe twice a show that he spins the wheel <laughs> does deserve credit. You're right. We should respect him and his work on that. I
1: like how but fast just- you slowed down when you saw my eyes light up when that. You- <laughs>
0: You had me. I acknowledge that. I just he's effectively outsourced all of the difficult parts of his job, and we're supposed to act like he's American treasurer,
1: which he's not. I don't think anybody treats him like Alex Trebek. I don't think that anybody treats him like the greatest game show host of all time. It's just a three and D guy. He might not get even
0: get in the Hall of Fame, but you know what he's gonna do? Robert Ory. Solid freaking career. That's insane. You knew it was insane when you said it, because Robert no. Ory hit big shots pat sajak has not hit any big shot okay pat
1: sajak's big shot is that he didn't have a scandal with vanna white over 400 years that he's been doing this and he kept this show on the air for 400 years they go on enough. trips together like well i mean i think they allegedly no, i'm just kidding doing like a swingers thing. Ah, i couldn't land that plane never mind so, but yeah, I allegedly sure they've nothing's happened, but that we know about, right? Like mm-hmm, you're the one mm-hmm. that doesn't want to live in this world where we have to deal with the could have, would have's and should have the whole time. So we can't do that with Pat either.
0: We can't. I'm not saying we need to do it with Pat. I'm just saying we, uh, we can't give him credit for something we don't know. Uh, honestly, I, I, I would love a book or like a podcast series on like the history between Passage Jack and Vanna White. Cause it is a fascinating partnership and I don't Same. know anything about it. You know what Agreed. I mean? Um, so, uh, the, the thing that annoys me the most is he did the, um, announcement ahead of time, uh, move, which is the, it's the, it's the coach K it's the Kobe, it's the Peyton. It's the, I need to get my flowers in the lead up every single day until this happens when real classy people just disappear, you know, and they just want to go watch their horses. That's what it is.
1: I mean, we also were getting mad at Joker earlier for making too big of a deal of how he just wants to disappear. So,
0: No, that it, wasn't us. That was Stephen A. We were anticipating Stephen A. Smith. Okay, oh, fair, that wasn't fair, us. Fair, fair, fair. That's fair, what we are doing.
1: Yeah. I don't understand
0: um, why you don't like Pat. Like, he hasn't done anything to you other than... He hasn't done anything in general, and that's why I don't like <laughs> dang him. Dang it, I said that one up. Yeah, the, it's, it's the truth. It's Freudian. I, I did see, you know, there's some early candidates about who's going to take over for... Who's going to fill the... The gigantic shoes of Pat Sajak on a show where he doesn't do anything. Um, Ryan Seacrest has. Uh, there's been some early buzz on him. Hard pass. Hard pass for you or for Ryan Seacrest? For me. Okay, you want to talk but, about
1: somebody that I don't think has talent? That's Ryan
0: Seacrest. Whoa, that's kind of spicy. You know, I mean, it's like, he doesn't do it's, anything. Is extreme personableness a, a talent? I'm asking. I think
1: Pat is more personable to the people that are going to be on Wheel of Fortune than Ryan Seacrest is to anyone
0: in his entire life. I hope that later when you edit this, you take that out because that's that's insane. You sound like an insane. You, a loved one could use that. He thinks he's better than everybody. Committed. Ryan thinks he's better than everybody. Well, you're not wrong, but he's just like monetized all of his intellectual properties and jumped on like bandwagons like the Kardashians and made an insane amount of money. Yes, and and kudos to him. He's like the new
1: Dick Clark, right? I mean, like in so many different ways. And I'm not shaming that at all. I just don't want him hosting Wheel of Fortune.
0: Uh, See, to me, I thought it's too low
1: stakes. Like, why would you want that job? I feel like you'd get a different job. I've got a recommendation for you. Who?
0: Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. Oh, my gosh. Have you watched any of the new season? All of it. Okay. Okay. The the Piss Pants (laughs) episode really got me <laughs> it's good i'll eventually green light it if you haven't watched any dri- of the tim robinson i think you should leave you need to watch it's the, so the driving crooner <laughs> it's it's off-puttingly hilarious like it it wants you to be uncomfortable and weirded out but also laughing at the same you
1: moment. know the scene from the breakup that we watch all the time like uh-huh. don't do anything smart smart yeah yeah just make sure it. you have an wink. alibi wink yeah, yeah totally not gonna do anything wink i watched that when I'm having a bad day or a bad moment, or need to pick me up, the yeah. other thing I watch is when they're in that boardroom, and the old man just turns on that one guy from <laughs> "I think you should leave."
0: You sure? And about no that? one likes you, Colin. <laughs> I love that I've seen that old guy. I think that old guy was an Ant Man. He was. Yeah, he worked. Yeah, he worked. That's, at that's the just good shop. stuff. That's just excellent stuff. Um, well, I think you answered it. Tim Robinson should be the pick. I, I will dash your hopes a little bit because um on the Bavada entertainment odds, he is not in the top twenty.
1: What about Eric Andre? That would spice up Wheel of Fortune. That definitely would. He is also not in the top twenty, sadly. Let's reverse it. Okay, let's think about women to host. Okay. And then a man is flipping the letters. Let's have Vanna step into host and then like it like becomes this a, a you know, like, and then somebody else is flipping the letters or touching sure. the screens, as it is now. You're Chris Hemsworth, bit... <gasps> he wants to like step back. Tom Holland's taking a year off acting. Flip some letters. That's kind of. Are fun. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know how um, Jimmy Kimmel will have hosts, uh, guest hosts. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's turn this into and, and obviously Jeopardy did it, it with their situation that we've done a great job not directly discussing. Sure. In this, besides me alluding to Alex once, let's right. have celebrity
0: letter touchers. I love it. It's a new person, every single. And then in the final category, you have to go against the celebrity. You have to be Tom Holland. Cause there's this no way Tom like, Holland's going to know, like a, a place in Indiana <laughs> to vacation. He's not going to have any idea. You know what I mean? I what, don't even have a clue. What is the answer to that? Um, Brown. County. Um, uh, Tara Haute, uh, or Nail Great it. Lakes or Great Lakes. Um, uh, so uh, actually Van White is plus three twenty-five. She's the third best odds to take over his will of fortune. Don't you go um, out
1: when he goes out, if you're Vanna?
0: I think you do. I don't think you... You don't want this to be a Butch davis Slayer coker situation, where, like, Will Will Fortune really goes off the rails, because you were always... You, like, you were never meant to be the main person. Because Ryan um, Seacrest comes in and then just old shames her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Maggie Jack 1,200. Are you a Nepo baby guy for Will of Fortune?
1: Actually, I think... Doesn't Maggie do something with the, like, online Wheel of Fortune or something?
0: No clue. Absolutely I think there's no some
1: clue. social or interactive... So that's why she's on there. Okay, who else? Who else we got?
0: We've got uh, a little a little Wayne Brady. Um, a no, little LeVar no, thank Burton. You. LeVar Burton's Wayne? in there. Yes, LeVar, yes. Wayne would pr- try to, whose line is it
1: anyway, like every single episode? We need LeVar and, Burton. This is the answer. Get this okay. man.
0: Here's the deal, though. If LeVar Burton couldn't get Jeopardy, which he was primed for, reading Rainbow, the reboot, doesn't have a lot of traction. I love LeVar Burton. Why do we think, will fortune's going to be his you know what i mean because he couldn't get jeopardy that just makes a lot of sense can i get you some spicy uh contenders here please um michael strahan plus 2000 (sighs) no he's anderson cooper plus 2500 that kind of be hilarious if that's where he went it was will fortune uh mark mcgrath (laughs) sugar ray plus 2500 your your guy we got a winner i think we got a winner right there Snoop Dogg's plus 4,000, Sharon Osborne's plus 5,000. See, we need rotating hoes. That's what we need here. I love it. I love it. I think it's a great innovation. Um, I also saw Peyton and Eli. They were they were packaged together as an option. Um, never never going to happen. It's beneath them. Um, okay, let's wrap up here and do uh, predictions. Um, uh, we'll end the episode with a prediction. I wanted to get your at. So we have the flash that we mentioned coming out and Michael Keaton's hair, which is not problematic or being shamed. It just is. Um, Asteroid <laughs> not City, which also has some strange hair choices. I will be honest with you. Um, and then we have uh, Elemental. I think it's it's like the new Pixar movie. Um, it felt like I think I described it as Inside Out, but like generic version. Yeah, um, it's so weird to Inside Out. Like the comparisons does not look good to me at all. So what uh, we'll we'll do aggregate aggregate scores and we'll we'll uh, revisit this. What do you think the RT score for the Flash, Asteroid City, and Elemental will be?
1: I'm gonna say. Now, you tell me if this is copping out or not, okay? I'm going to say in the 90s for The Flash. I need a I need a hard number. Okay. So, immediately answer that. Yeah. yeah, got it. Got it. My fault. My fault. My fault. 93 for The Flash. Okay. 85 for Asteroid City. And 79 for Elemental.
0: Wow. Okay. So, you're saying these are three bangers, basically.
1: Are those high? I don't do this. Rotten Tomatoes stuff. I've ne- well, never. Well, I mean,
0: like. you know, it, uh, it's basically if you're going to grade this movie, would it be all A's, an A and B, and a C? Would well, that's why half? I was doing
1: like 90s, 80s, 70s. But I, I guess I don't see Elemental getting panned by the audiences.
0: See, I've, I'm I'm giving it a 44. Oh wow. Um, okay. I just I have to. I, I feel like I've already committed to. I think it sucks and it looks terrible. Maybe it's going to be great. I think we're probably going to see this. Um, later this week, I'm going to take the kids, but nobody's going to revolt against it. They're going to go
1: see it. And I don't think that the audience is going to give it that low of a score. So the critics
0: has got to really bring it down. Right. Well, the way I think about it is, um, you know, with elemental, uh, a lot of times movies are buoyed by the people it appeals to. And for kids, there's, I mean, I don't know these kids, but there doesn't feel like there's gonna be a lot of kids who are like, that was such a sick movie. I'm going to go leave a review and rate this on Rotten Tomatoes. It feels like the only people prompted to rate it are going to be pissed off parents who are like, I spent $600 to see this movie and it sucked and I hated it. That's my, so that's my, that's my rationale. I'm going to go Flash. I'm going to go 80. I feel like critics, I think fans will love it. Critics will tolerate it. So that it'll drive the score down a little bit. And Asteroid City, I'm going to say 65. I feel like Wes Anderson's always like a strong 65, 75 range.
1: Yeah, I think, I think. The Flash and Asteroid City. I think all three are gonna be higher than what you've got it at, but I bet, you know, it's probably somewhere in between the middle of us. I understand how I went too high there. So I will I always think about I'll like tweak. you
0: you take your older relative to see Asteroid City and they're just not into the Wes Anderson oeuvre and they're like, Why is everyone talking like this? And why do they look like this? And why is everything so organized and like tired? Are, are you like into this. it?
1: <sighs> I was Man, Royal Tannin Bombs. Yeah, yeah. I was way into it. And then it just kind of this might be a hot take, but Wes Anderson just same movie on repeat, like change scenes. Like it's eh, not
0: you're not wrong. The, the it's one a where, little um, bit
1: too formulaic for me.
0: It it's the one there it's like Jason Schwartzman and Owen Wilson and, and somebody else on a train. Um and I didn't really like that one. So, I, so that's where I really Buda,
1: Budapest Hotel?
0: No, that one is actually pretty good. That one was decent. Um I I did it was Tony Revol- Revolori. Revelori, I think he was good in it, and, and Ray Fines. Um I, I'm, I, I'm to, I I think I'm going to try to. I think I'm going to try to get back into my Wes Anderson era. I think I'm just going like, to try it again because I do okay. like tidy and organization. You know, well I like world tenon t- bombs. Alive, yeah, I think you keep saying ten of- bombs, and I feel like you're daring me to correct you, and it's tenon bombs. But I'm not going to do that. So tenon just, bombs. Yeah, just no. I didn't correct you, but I thought about it. Okay. Are you looking me up? Are you fact checking me, dog? You f- you look at me in the eye when you fact check me on the internet right now? Well, I have to look at my other screen.
1: Royal. Tenen bombs.
0: Yeah. Tell them. Tell the people.
1: Tell the people well, what you saw. I'm American. I just <laughs> did tell the people what I saw. Tenen bombs. I said it. Sure. 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 Anyways, yeah. I like the Royal Tenen bombs, and I like no. um,
0: Stop. <laughs> Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Life Aquatic. That's a, that's a good one. That's the heyday right there. Are
1: we addressing Bill Murray dating Khalees? We're just not...
0: I don't feel like that's real. That's not real, is I it? I feel like it's real. It's so strange that it's obviously a Reddit scam or it's definitely the most real thing that has ever happened. You know, there's no room for in the, the in-between. Um, all right. We'll wrap up here with cameo close to the pin. Um, we spent a hot minute trying to find somebody. Um, and everyone we talked about in this episode is not a cameo. Um, I, we ended with LeVar Burton. He's not on cameo, um, but I did see LeVar ball. So I feel like that's close enough that we can guess LeVar ball. Um, okay. father of Lonzo, LaMelo and LiAngelo. Is that, is that
1: right? I think that's right, and I don't think that there's two LeVars that are further apart as far as personalities from each other.
0: No, you're on opposite ends of the spectrum, and LeVar Arrington is in the middle. You know, okay, that's fair. Like that's fair. We're really covering the LeVar spectrum. Um, so, okay, so LeVar Ball, and I think as a reminder, I think it's it's either three three or you're still at four um, three. I have not looked. So we'll right call in there, 3-3. 3-3. we'll call it three three. Um, okay, LeVar Ball. Okay. I've got my number. 199 Mm. and 10,000. Wow. See, I went the other way. I went higher cameo 500 and then lower business price 1000 because I just, I feel like LeVar balls a lot of things, but he's a man who's not confident in his ability to have a business meeting, you know, business. Oh, he's extremely confident. (laughs) All right. Survey says, dang. Uh one thirty three. You can get LeVar for one thirty three. Is that a discounted Um, price? That is not. That is not. Okay. One thirty three. Um and you can book a I don't know if that's business. That's three ninety nine. That doesn't look like business. That looks like a live video call. Um, but he's he's four point nine nine. So highly rated, highly reviewed. Feels like there's a lot of energy with his cameos. I love that. Um, So good job by you. Good job by you. you. Um, you, you have regained the lead 4-3. Um, that is going to do it for this episode of the Over Under Achievers. Before we go, we'd like to encourage you to spread the word about the show by tweeting, Instagramming, or just talking about it out loud around other people you know. As always, I'm Roxy Jason. We'll see you next time.